0: Welcome to the Getting to Clarity podcast, the place where busy women leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. Hey, hello, and welcome back. I am Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. I'm so happy that you are here. This is another episode of the Getting to Clarity show, and this is the place where busy leaders just like you or those who aspire to be, come to get the tips, tools, and techniques that they need to create more success in their leadership with less sacrifice to who they are in the process, less sacrifice in your life. And today it's an important topic. It's about self-care, but self-care as it relates to your mental health as a leader in business. So stay tuned. You know, self-care as a leader is essential. It is absolutely critical that you prioritize your self care for good mental health. And there are so many benefits that come along to making that self care a priority. So think about reducing stress and anxiety. You know, there's a lot that come with leadership responsibilities. And if you neglect self care, it leads to burnout, and it makes it harder to perform your job effectively. Especially when you're trying to get ahead, you need to be more visible, but only by taking care of yourself can that happen. So when you do take care of yourself, you'll be better equipped to handle what comes your way and especially now with so much going on, self-care is your key to your own resiliency. And you know, it's not just about bouncing back, you know, it's the key to that happening, but it's also the key to keeping or perhaps improving your mood and your productivity, your attitude, how you look at things. You know, sometimes with everything that's going on, we can't help but turn into a bit of a negative Nelly. And my apologies to anyone named Nellie, but we don't say Debbie Downer for obvious reasons. But by taking care of yourself, you get to feel the benefits of being more energized and more focused, not to mention it brings you more joy to your day, to your work, which is especially needed as things get tough, as they're bound to. You know, we all experience up and downs um, in our work environment. And one of the biggest reasons that I advocate for this, besides you choosing you, it always makes my heart go pitter-patter when you choose you, is that by doing this, you are automatically walking the talk and setting a positive example for your team. So as a leader, you're an example for your crew. They look to you. They notice what is going on. And showing them that self-care is important can be really powerful. So think of the ripple effects of that. Anybody want a happier, healthier workplace? Maybe a more positive culture? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So self-care, especially as it relates to mental health issues, um, you know, things like uh, depression and anxiety related to work, Self-care is one of the biggest things that you can do. And I came across the 2022 State of Workforce Mental Health published by Lira. And in the survey, it said nearly a third of the workers surveyed said their mental health has declined over the past year, just in the the past 12 months. Work-related stress came in right behind COVID as one of the top issues that affected their mental health. And there's no more important time than now to create this critical habit for yourself so that you can pay it forward and it you know just to be clear it's not just about work related benefits either taking care of yourself leads to a more fulfilling life overall you know you when this becomes a habit you see things through a different lens when you prioritize yourself uh you know you experience more balance with work and personal life too. So, you know, there's definitely a flow to this. Now let's make this a little easier. I like to make things easier for you and more digestible. Here are some simple ideas to fit self-care in as a busy leader, because I know you're all busy. We're all busy, right? Um, Simple, but it's going to take your commitment because simple doesn't always equal easy. So tip number one, take breaks. Take frequent, short breaks throughout the day even just a few minutes to recharge and refresh your mind, step outside, look out the window, go to your car, take a walk, um, even meditate to clear your mind and reduce stress. Tip number two, get enough sleep. Sleep is, I, the importance of sleep, it, I just can't say enough about it. Sleep is crucial for good mental health. And for you, aiming at at least seven hours of sleep per night. You know, if possible, creating some sort of relaxing bedtime routine that signals to your body, okay, it's it's time to get a good night's sleep. Okay, so creating the habits that go around that. Tip number three: exercise. Now, this doesn't mean that you need to join a CrossFit or anything like that, um, but exercise is an effective way to reduce stress. It improves your mood, increases your energy levels. So find physical activities that you enjoy. Okay. Things that you like, you will tend to do. So that might be walking. I like to walk. Running, not so much. Uh, yoga, I kind of got out of that habit when um, COVID came around. Uh, swimming, I love to do that in the summertime. Um, and make whatever it is that you like. Maybe it's kayaking or uh, maybe it's roller skating. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Make time for them regularly, as regularly as you can. game of fine game of by it. So um, have a bet with yourself. Tip number four, practice mindfulness. Mindfulness techniques like deep breathing um, or meditation can help you stay present and focused. Even just a few minutes of some sort of practice like this a day can improve your overall well-being. And because I don't like to create things to do, I like to go and have someone tell me what to do when it comes to mindfulness techniques. um, I like insight Timer. And there's a lot of different apps out there related to mindfulness, but I just get in there and I see what appeals to me that day and I do it before I even get out of bed. So um, when I wake up, that's the first thing that I do early in the morning. Number five, seek support. Who is your crew? Who are the people that get you, that have your back? You know, talking to somebody about challenges and concerns can be a really valuable Form of self care, getting it out. So maybe reaching out to a trusted friend, a family member, a colleague, or even a professional uh, mental health professional. And you can do these online. You can do the televisits. So I can't say enough about that. Number six, set boundaries as much as you can, establishing clear boundaries between work and personal life, prioritize your downtime to recharge, turning off notifications, maybe. Uh, putting your phone away for a period of time, avoid checking emails after work hours to help you create a more relaxing environment. So my challenge to you, because I know some of you out there are overachievers, um, takes one to know one, right, Uh, is to pick one. Pick one of these tips and put it in play for 90 days. See how far you can run this for 90 days. Treat it like an experiment. And then just see what the results are afterward. And then you can make a decision as to whether you want to keep it or not. So try something for 90 days, just one of these. And remember, self-care is an ongoing process. And it's essential to make it a part of your routine. So it's what you're going to do consistently, not just some of the times. And by incorporating these simple tasks or tips, um, you can prioritize your well-being and be a more effective and resilient leader a result. So that's my wish for you. My wish for you is also more clarity, all the clarity that you deserve. So take care, be good to yourself, and bye-bye for now. Oh, and by the way, if you would like to get some answers about what may be next for you, your next level, your next chapter in career or business, leadership, head to clarityworkbook.com. And download my free resource it can help you uncover your own answers. Because after all, it's not anyone else's answers that matter to you. It is what comes from inside you. And these questions can certainly help you tap into those. So take care and bye bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast with Debbie Peterson. If you enjoyed this show, Please rate and recommend it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcast. To learn more about how you can create more success with less sacrifice in your leadership and life, visit gettingtoclaritypodcast.com.